This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Uh, the Beatles. Thank you, Nick. That's a great way to start the morning. Another good way to start the morning is being across the console from Teresa Rutherford, one of my favorite people in town. Teresa is the CEO of St. Mary's, or I should say HSHS, St. Mary's Hospital. Teresa, you got more than your bargain for when you came back to Decatur, didn't you? Uh, all kinds of new things going on. Absolutely. A big modernization project and some uh, other changes going on at HSHS. You can always count on us to be looking towards the future and uh, making changes that are necessary. And um, so that's hard work in the meantime, but it's a great future. And that's what we're planning for, right? That's part of what Decatur's always done is look to the future. And so we're proud to be part of that. Well, thank you for being here this morning. I appreciate it. Get thank up you. early. Last time we did this was in December, and who knew from December to now that uh, this modernization project was going to be the big news the whole first quarter of the year, it seems like. And, um, boy, where do we begin? I, I'll begin with where in, when I got to know you, and that was almost, say, 10, 15 years ago. <laughs> we're getting old, Kevin. Yeah, when, when, you, when you were a head nurse at St. Mary's, uh, would that have been 12 years ago? A little more than that. I've been back 17 years. So. 17 years. Okay. And you evolved to, to chief operating officer before you left St. Mary's to take over at CEO in Effingham. Correct. St. Anthony's, right? Yes. But the last big project you and I worked on together was the emergency room and the new lobby. And that was a 20... $5 million project. About that. And you spearheaded that along with, with Barb, uh, Barb uh, Beck, and, uh, and you and John Robinson, Kim Robinson, and Sue and I uh, chaired that. And it was a remarkable achievement back then because I think we raised $10 million in the community and the sisters then matched that and then some. Uh, to build that beautiful entrance area that we now have. Well, and it was the foundation even then. Right. You know, we are Franciscan through and through, so we plan things that can be adapted. And so even now, every day I walk in there and I take a deep breath and I think about our community and those that we serve. And even as we're talking about modernization of our building and remodeling, part of that is because of what we did then. You know, building shell space, you know, that long ago to now become our new ORs in the, sometime in this next year or two, that's pretty phenomenal. And But you, got a, you have a new OR right now. Or is it remodeled? We, I just went through it. I, I'm, I can't believe how good it looks. Well, we again, we are Franciscan. We take what, good care of what we have. Um, we haven't had a new OR for about 10 years now. And um, our ORs are smaller, but as you saw, our team does an amazing job of using the resources they have. You could you could have convinced me that you just built that last year. <laughs> well, the team does a great job, and reality is they were taking great care of you, and that's really what you were experiencing at that point. You know, they do. <clears throat> there's a there's a whole process. It starts off slow because they get you ready, and and you're just waiting. There's a line. There was a line of, I think three procedures before mine. So I knew I probably had an hour <clears throat> or more. 
But boy, once you get in that queue of when it's your turn, everything is methodical. People are as nice as can be, and they tell you exactly everything what to expect. Uh, next thing you know, you're sleeping, and you wake up, and there's this really nice nurse that's giving you Rice Krispie treats and and uh, <laughs> and Diet Pepsi's. I mean, it couldn't have been better. Well, the talent of our providers, our physicians, and the staff that support them. If you ever think teamwork, go to an OR. Um, the in a hospital in general, teamwork is key to our being successful. And uh, I'm glad you saw a good section of that. And um, hopefully, you won't need to come back for ten years. Well, I've, I've seen it twice in the past three months, and uh, they put a scope in both ends of me. <laughs> so uh, I saw it twice, and it was exact, <clears throat> exactly the same both times. Well, and it was wonderful. We, we do it a certain way so that we keep everyone safe and that we do it the way the national standards are around health care, and the team does an amazing job of that. Physicians, nurses, techs, everybody that's part of it. Uh, I'm so very proud of them. All right, before we go into the the big remodernization project and the one that's making all the news, uh, today in the Herald Review, it says HSHS, Millican Walk-In Clinic, open to the public. You want to talk about that? Absolutely. So this is one of the pieces that HSHS and Millican, along with our community, are collaborating on you know, a lot of our healthcare is outpatient and ambulatory clinics are so critical for that. And this opportunity, um, Millican invited HSHS to be part of this, to bring primary care onto campus for their, started with their uh, students and their colleagues. And now all along our goal has been to be able to broaden those doors so that people who live near there and in that area of our community um, can get health care easily and with good access. So it's really been the idea of how do we collaborate, get us what we need for access, but also how do we put it where it's convenient for our community? That is about the access of health care in this day and age. And I've seen HSHS do a lot of that over the years throughout the community. I mean, there's facilities in Forsyth, up north Decatur, east Decatur, uh, south Decatur, these are med group doctors, right? Yes. And you want them so that um, they come with their great talents. We're very fortunate. Uh, but also so that it's easy access. Um, we don't want you to have to go to an ER if that's not the level of care that you need. Um, we want you to be able to see a primary care provider where it's easy for you, especially on a college campus. Think about that. You know, our, the students that come here, you want them to be able to be healthy, have good access to care at the same time that they're getting an amazing education. Right. And Millican, as St. Mary's, as Memorial, these are gems of Decatur. I mean, these are true assets that we need to figure out ways to collaborate, coexist, and keep them in this town. Well, and that's, we're stronger together, right? Uh, that's what Decatur does, come together, redesign, uh, establish the future, and move towards it. And that's exactly what happened this week with the opening of the clinic. That's great. That's what I love about having you at the helm at St. Mary's. You're, you're a Decatur person. Your husband's a fireman, and uh, you've been a nurse. You've started uh, where all your employees are right now, and now you're at the top. 
So you, you've walked in their shoes. Well, it's, they're the part that makes this worth doing. Uh, and each of them learn every single day. We all do. So we're doing great. We come back. We're going to talk about the um, modernization product project that's coming up uh, starting right now. So we'll stop for stories and, and more, and we'll be back with Therese Rutherford. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. Milliken will host the annual Milliken Makers Market on Sunday from noon to 4 at the Johnston Banquet Rooms on the third floor of the University Commons. The event is put on by the Women in Business Student Organization. It features goods and services from area makers, crafters, and artists. Items for sale include clothing, soaps, candles, tumblers, jewelry, baked goods, and much more. Admission is open to the public and on-campus parking is free. Stomach flu cases are on the rise in Illinois, some severe enough to send people to the hospital. While most norovirus cases typically occur between November and April, cases in the Midwest have spiked dramatically since mid-January. The CDC says norovirus, often referred to as the stomach flu, is not related to influenza but is very contagious. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit our website, nowdecatur.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell's hospitalized after a fall at a Washington, D.C. hotel. The 81-year-old had been at a private dinner when it happened. This isn't McConnell's first time for this kind of fall. Back in 2019, the Republican leader tripped and fell at his home in Kentucky. That's when he fractured a shoulder. Fox Jill Nato. There's a Senate hearing this morning about a train derailment in Ohio. Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw, along with representatives from the EPA and first responders, all sent to testify before the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee in the wake of a series of recent train derailments, including the toxic train crash in East Palestine, Ohio, last month. Fox's Jeff Manasso. The budget proposal President Biden announces today in Philadelphia includes a new billionaire's tax and a higher corporate tax rate and more money for child care and preschool. It would eliminate tax subsidies for oil and gas companies. America's listening to Fox News. years, Anderson Windows and Doors has pioneered new products, set higher standards for our entire industry, and ultimately become America's premier window manufacturer. Couple that with Huff Lumber and Home Specialties, and you get a combination that brings you the highest quality products with the expertise to get the job done right. Huff Lumber and Home Specialties, who says you can't have it all? Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. Rain mainly after 2 p.m., high of 42. Tonight, rain again, mainly up until 10 p.m., low around 33. For Friday, cloudy with a high of 40. And Saturday, 40% chance of rain afternoon, mostly cloudy and a high near 44. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is just 36 degrees. Your WSOY time is 632. Listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Take these broken wings and learn to fly. Welcome back to Buyers and Company. I'm Kevin Brahini. He's sitting in for Brian today and tomorrow. Nick is here, though, so don't worry, folks. Nick's here. Nick, uh, we're during break. I was just asking where you were born, and it is St. Mary's Hospital, right there on the lake. 
My three children were born at St. John's in Springfield Mm -hmm. because at the time my wife worked over in Springfield, so it made more sense uh, for her to go to her OB over there. Uh, But both were great facilities. Uh, My grandchildren are all, most of them were born at St. Mary's. And uh, that's going to change, Teresa Rutherford. Uh, There's some real exciting things coming about the modernization project, but there are a couple things that are going to go. And uh, having kids at St. Mary's is one of them, isn't it? It is, Kevin. Um, We're collaborating as a community with our partners over at uh, Decatur Memorial, and um, their team are going to pick up the full uh, opportunity to deliver in Decatur, and we're fortunate to have that. Deliveries have gone down over the last many years, and um, it's a matter of how do we do it efficiently and effectively, Um, and we're delivering less than two babies a day, and for the team that you need and the expertise, it really makes sense to not have redundant services around that, Um, but boy, we are fortunate as Decatur to still have that opportunity, but also our tertiary centers in uh, Springfield are amazing as well. So expertise here at home and also uh, just 40 miles down the highway as well. You know, now that I think about it, I think I've had two of my seven grandkids born at uh, Memorial, Decatur Memorial Hospital as well because of where doctors uh, practice. Everybody's kind of aligning with hospitals and they were terrific. I mean, the um, the services, and my guess is that the OB services at Memorial and Springfield is terrific. Uh, that I don't know. I've, I've seen three of the four hospitals that were accessible to. And you're right. You just can't duplicate all these services when the population is shrinking. That's absolutely true. And to be able to have those resources close is exactly what you want, and you want people that are experts at it. And this is a model that will allow us to do that. Um, We are uh, celebrating every uh, birth that we've had at St. Mary's over the last 145 years, regardless of which building we were in. You can tell when there was a baby born if you're in the hospital. Absolutely. Because... um you tell what happens. Well, we uh, the family plays the chimes, and uh, that will be something that we miss. Um, but we're still about how do we take care of our community. And so while births won't be happening in our facility, many other things will be that help us uh, take care of the health care of our community. And we're going to talk about those uh, because there's a lot. And some of the changes coming are going to be pretty magnificent. But the one other issue that... You go in front of, um, you've got to get your certificate of need, right? Correct. And so the board is at the end of this month that reviews us? It's actually May 9th. And um, we're very fortunate. We will um, go with a complete project. We have a couple of other things that we will not be doing any longer. But uh, again, Kevin, the message is we are not closing the doors. I'm still hearing that rumor pretty Uh, strong in the community. St. Mary's is here for the next 145 years. Um, That's really why we're making many of these changes, so that we can sustain ourselves and design an organization that takes care of the current health care needs of our community. You know, I've been on that board when I've seen exactly what you're talking about. As a business guy, 
some of the decisions being made to continue to do things went against my best judgment because the, the loss that the hospital would endure didn't seem reasonable to me as a business guy. But until I could totally understand the mission, and it takes a while because the commitment of these Franciscan sisters to this uh, mission that they brought here 145 years ago is the real thing. And it's hard to sustain it as you, as different leaders come and go, but it's still there. And I see it more now than ever before. So talk about the sisters' mission is that they feel they're, they're needed in Decatur. And, and so they're staying. But they got to adapt in order to be able to stay. But leaving, it doesn't seem like it's an option. It's not. Um, the system as a whole really did a lot of discernment around that. And Decatur is such a vibrant community in many ways. And keeping uh, Catholic Franciscan health care here does make a difference. We believe that our community is stronger with the facilities that we have collaboratively. And we do things slightly different. And our approach is a little different, both very strong and very positive. Well, I'll give you an example of what I was talking about. When no one else wanted the mental health, uh, behavioral health dilemma, which has been a dilemma for as long as I can remember, um, St. Mary's took it, and, and they accepted it. And I think that goes back 25 years or more. And they accepted all of it. No one else wanted it at the time, with the exception of heritage behavioral. But they couldn't handle all of it. They needed a hospital. And um, St. Mary's took that on knowing that there was no financial benefit to it. And they've done it for the last 30 years uh, at St. Mary's on one of the floors. Now it's just no longer sustainable. The mental health issue has gotten so big, such a problem, that's a national problem. And there has got to be a retooling of the system as to how to treat it which it seems like it's going to centers. It's fully dedicated centers for mental health. Yeah, you need a size that makes it sustainable, um, but you also need good collaborating partners. And you spoke about Heritage and Mary and her team at Heritage. We're lucky to have them in our Decatur oh, community as yes. well. And we're really working with the community and the state to try to figure out what is the next phase of behavioral health, because it has to be redesigned or it will cease to exist. But it is so necessary. And there's going to be, is there a new facility being built in Peoria? There is. Um, they actually will have their hearing the same day that we do. Uh, OSF is um, applying to the state to build a 100-bed uh, behavioral Health Center, uh, which will be phenomenal for this area of our state. And it's such a need, but you really need to figure out how can you sustain it because people still need wages. It takes more resources. It takes a physical plant that is um, established in a way to keep people safe. Um, so the government and those insurance companies, haven't been near as responsive to the mental health issues as they are to other diseases and things that they cover. 
Well, it's a little more difficult, I think. Um, some diseases are very obvious. It's visible to people, and so they tend to take action on it. Uh, behavioral health impacts most families. Uh, it is something that our communities across the country and around the globe struggle with. Uh, but there also are great centers of care around it. We've got to, as a society, redesign ourselves. There are not enough physicians that are specialists in the area of behavioral health. We are very lucky here, but it, we have a very small population of that. We need more people to do that. But we also, as a society, need to figure out how do we do it and do it well. And if we're going to do it, how do we manage the cost of it? Okay, when we come back, we'll talk about all the cool things that you're going to be doing with the Modernization Project. Is Wonderful. Okay, here's Nick with your News Channel 20 Storm Team weather forecast. Today, we've got rain mainly after 2 p.m., a high of 42. Tonight, rain mainly before 10 p.m., low of 33. And for Friday, cloudy with a high near 40. Saturday, 40% chance of rain afternoon, mostly cloudy and a high near 44. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 36 degrees. Your WSOY time is 642. Milliken University is committed to making sure every student has access to a private education at an affordable cost. With this commitment, Milliken provides a personalized financial aid package to every admitted student. To receive your personalized award, just complete the free Milliken application for admission and file your FAFSA. Upon acceptance, Milliken's team will work one-on-one -on -one with you to provide a competitive financial aid package that is tailored to fit your needs. Submit your application to Milliken University today at milliken.edu slash apply. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym for a while. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be lower testosterone. Lower T. Yeah, I went through it a while back. Once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone. I got Nugenics Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that ad on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again. At work, in the gym, and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text LOCKY to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text R-O-C-K-Y to 42424. That's Rocky to 42424. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. I've just seen a face I can't forget the time or place where we just met. Do you like these guys? All right. <laughs> I was talking on Toy City Buzz Monday night. Does James Bruner and his guitarist? Uh, they got a wonderful video out there, and uh, and I was asking how they they met, and they met at a gas station. Uh, James heard about this kid who was a great guitarist in Nashville, but he was no, he was working at a hardware store. So he went to a hardware store to see if the guy would work on a record with him, and that's how they got together. And he's a terrific guitarist. I say, hey, you know, these two guys named Lennon and McCartney, uh, that, their story wasn't much more glamorous. 
And then one guitarist says, yeah, I've heard of those guys. Oh, my. <laughs> he was being facetious. He says, I think they're in a small, small band named the Beatles, right? But these, these guys are in college, so they're pretty young. And I forget that um, I guess they would be like Frank Sinatra was to me when I was in college. My parents' favorite, but whatever. Um, so we're talking to Teresa Rutherford. And Teresa, your job is big normally when everything's are going uh, just routine. But now it's your head's got to be spinning. So you're, you're going you're gonna to take down the, the one wing that faces the lake because it's out of date. And you're going to modernize the rest of the hospital to the tune of $90 million. What's that going to be like? The uh, idea of uh, establishing what we need for the next 145 years is pretty phenomenal. Uh, we are very blessed with an amazing campus and a great location in our Decatur community. So we're going to fine-tune it. Uh, we're going to look at what flow do we have. Uh, much of it will be, when all is said and done, all patient areas will be brand new. Uh, it will be brand new rooms laid out in a way that works for people in this day and age. That's an, a big point. How many rooms? It will probably be right around 42 beds when That's all is said and done. And, um, you know, length of stay is not very long anymore. Patients right. come to the hospital. Uh, we do a lot of it outpatient. Uh, but we also um, occasionally have patients that stay with us uh, for a few days. But usually our length of stay is less than three days. But don't people need to realize, even though that's a 300-bed hospital now, you're not using those 300 beds. No, we're not. You can't because they're too old. We haven't for a very long time. Um, more and more outpatient services, uh, shorter lengths of stay. Medication has changed the way that we take care of patients. Uh, so we are very fortunate for that. So redesigning and laying them out. Uh, if anybody has been in our intensive care unit, that was done several years ago. It will have a footprint very similar to that uh, so that it is much more ergonomically designed for patient flow, but also for our amazing staff. To give the staff an environment that is efficient and effective in the way that they care for patients will be wonderful. And we can't wait to get them started and have them help us design it. We're at the point right now where we're just trying to lay out kind of what will it look like as far as what floors will things uh, be on. And then we'll set up mock rooms and have the physicians and the staff come and help us decide where do we put certain things. They know better than we do what works. And uh, you only get one opportunity like this. And this is ours. Um, and now, an will opportunity. the Weisman's Women's Center still be there? Oh, Yes. That's wonderful. Uh, radiology, women's, um, the Women's Center will still be right where it is uh, That because that was such an amazing gift to us, and we can continue to use that in the future. We just installed a new CT machine. Uh, we've got an MRI that's been ordered. As soon as we get the CT fully installed, we'll start on the install for the MRI. So even in the spaces that will be geographically where they are now, the equipment and things will be new in them. Nick, what do you think of this? It, you know, you hear a lot of different things, and you you know, obviously have an attachment to St. Mary's. It's good to hear that the uh, commitment to staying into the the community is 
is paramount. I think it's it's important to have not only um, enough services, but to in some cases have choice of service. Um, you know, in different uh, ways of of getting your care. You know, a lot of people, like you said, are, are saying this place is going away. A lot of people are talking about the the loss of jobs and concerns over over that and some of the sudden nature of things. And so, you know, hearing what the plans are, um, you know, it it can be reassuring, you know, for, for some, but some are obviously caught in, in, in a situation that's not going to be immediately great for them. Well, here's a great contrast, as opposed to what ACORN did. You know, they shut a place down. They don't tell an employee a word. They put them out on the streets. Thank God the community responded the way they did. St. Mary's isn't doing that. They're doing just the opposite. We're staying, but we got to fix the place and we got to modernize it. <clears throat> we got to commit another $90 million. Um, yeah, it, it causes some pain, but you're trying to eliminate some of that employee pain. Well, and our colleagues are, uh, they've all had opportunities. We have many opportunities here in Decatur for relearning or retooling of other skills, but also across HSHS. Uh, so we've had many opportunities to offer colleagues uh, uh, positions so they can stay within HSHS. And definitely within healthcare, they will have no issue whatsoever. Uh, finding positions within healthcare in general. We want them to be happy. We want them to find the passion that comes along with their work. And so we're excited. Over half of them have already accepted jobs with us and will stay within our organization. And that's be, what our future is. That'd be 50-plus people, right? Yeah, about that. Yeah. Okay, it's time for a coffee break. I want to ask one other real okay. quick question. Uh, this is more of a nerdy one. <laughs> Okay, so who knows what the world's going to be like in five years, let alone the next 145. Is this being built in such a way on that campus that additional expansion or or is it modular in a way that you could tack on more beds or tack on another structure that would add on? Is is it being set up in that way? Well, you're going to have all that new space. It absolutely is. And um, part of it is building on to the facility that we have, renovating the facility, but, you know, if new programs come up in the future or different things are brought forward with healthcare, we absolutely will be able to add on and uh, bring us into the future. Well, look at that tower that's coming down. That, that is huge. That's going to be green space until an opportunity would come along. But why couldn't you rebuild back on You that? could. You absolutely could. And the ED itself is built so that you can build on top of it. Um, so... Anytime you build, you have to be flexible enough to plan for a future you don't know. Our and crystal have, ball isn't perfect. You still have your ICU services. Oh, yes. ICU, med surge, OR, lab radiology, cardiology, and vascular are really the core to what we will look like moving forward. GI. And grow into it. And GI. I know absolutely. all about GI. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's take that coffee break. It is time. For a marquee coffee break, the official drink of choice for the discerning coffee drinkers everywhere, the magic is in their beans. Hi, this is Dan Martini, letting you know about the first-class service you get with First Mid Insurance Group, providing Central Illinois insurance coverage for over 100 years. We specialize insurance for your business and represent A-rated insurance companies such as West Bend Insurance. We guarantee you superior service, building trust through expertise to help make your business secure. We assess your needs and offer you a variety of insurance products and services. Service, whether it is in response to an insurance claim or just a general question, is the most important value we can offer you. Call us today at 217-877-3344, firstmidinsurance.com. 
One night only. Save the date for the Queen of Bluegrass, Rhonda Vincent at the Kirkland Fine Arts Center, Saturday, March 11th at 7.30 p.m. The reigning Queen of Bluegrass and member of the Grand Old Opry returns to Kirkland with world-class musicians and an unmistakable award-winning voice. Enjoy a breathtaking, one-of-a-kind, must-see performance that reaches beyond the boundaries of bluegrass music. Learn more at rondavincent.com. Get your tickets now at kirklandfinearts.com or call 217-424-6388. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Tracy, you gotta like the Beatles. I mean, we're we're pretty much the same uh, age, I think. I'm a little older, but Beatles went on for ten years. I seriously, you can't go wrong with the Beatles. I don't care what age you are. The Beatles are pretty phenomenal. They are. <clears throat> I saw them, oh. but I'm, I don't want to rub it in. <laughs> okay, in these final minutes, uh, it's great that you came here for 45 minutes to talk about this. As Nick said, there are a lot of conversations going on out there. You're probably the most honest, genuine, hardworking professional I know. So thank you for being here. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. What more do you want to say? If people have questions, um, call the hospital. Uh, you can always leave a message, and I'll be glad to take your call and call you back. Uh, reality is we are here, we are staying, and we are adapting to our future. And I have a team that is absolutely amazing, physicians, nurses, technicians, you name it. Uh, every person on my team is looking to the future, and we're here to take care of Decatur along with our other collaborating partners. You know, we have a new uh, CEO of the whole system, Damon Boatwright. He's your boss. He's everybody's boss in the in the system right now. And he's pretty dynamic. But I, when, <clears throat> there are a lot of dynamic people out there put on some pretty good faces uh, for, for a system. But this guy, he hit the ground running. He is not kicking cans down the road like I have seen, frankly. And, uh, and I'm impressed. He was with us a few weeks ago and came and did three different sessions with colleagues across the board and all different departments just so they could ask him questions. And our colleagues stood up and asked him hard questions very much like this. And he said, we're not going anywhere. We're going to build for the future, but we need to do that in a different way so that we are sustainable. That's pretty honest. Yeah, and these are not easy meetings. You know, he's putting himself out there to, to take the arrows of people that are worried, have a lot of anxieties, naturally. <clears throat> I happened to send him a text the day he was here. Didn't know it, but I'd, I'd seen his his uh, state of the system video. Yes. <clears throat> and it, I'd watched probably two weeks after it was out, and it struck me how good it was. And I, I listened to it all the way over to Springfield one day, and I sent him a text telling him how impressed I was and thank you for doing it. He says, you have no idea how much I needed that text. I'm in Decatur today, and it's been a pretty rough day. And uh, so um, Damon I'm, I'm is, impressed. Damon's the leader we need now. Oh, hey, I, sorry, Kevin. I was try, I'm not used to giving you the insight. I wanted to ask you one quick thing with a, with a, only a minute left. Um, there's a deadline today or, or something's happening like five. Is it today, right? You're shutting down one of your units? We are. Can, we will we will take care of our last OB patients today. 
and uh, we will finish our day with a prayer service up there, uh, blessing every birth and and life that has started there, and uh, taking care and and praying for those that um, will change and deliver somewhere else in the future. Can you maybe ease some minds out there what would happen if somebody were to come in you know, it moments before already started the process or, or you're not kicking them out or what, what happens? Yeah, we will always take care of patients, um, regardless of when they present, uh, we will get them stabilized. We will take care of them or we will transfer them if that's what they need as well. But you can always come to St. Mary's for healthcare and our, our great team will help you find the care you need in the future. And you have St. John's, your sister hospital. Oh yeah. We're very lucky. Um, we've got kind of the perfect match. Uh, so we have Decatur Memorial here with us, and we're fortunate to have them just 4.5 miles from us, door to door, 12 minutes, and uh, also the tertiary center in Springfield with our children's hospital. So people are will be well cared for, and you can always come to our doors. How's Sister Rita Mary doing? Sister Rita Mary's wonderful. Uh, the future is strong, and she's uh, helping us transition and. Uh, helping us remember that the sisters have been through change across their 145 years. It's what they're good at, and it's what we will continue to do. So we're here to serve. Okay, Teresa Rutherford, CEO of HSHS St. Mary's. A Decaturite, how many years? I've lived in Decatur almost my entire life. I thought I... so. And I, I bumped into your husband, Tom, and uh, he's enjoying retirement, ex-fireman. Oh, yeah. Retirement's a good thing for those that, that want to do that. I'm not quite ready to do that. I've got a building to build. Well, Teresa, thank you for being here. Thanks. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.